0: This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, Value Investors. This is the last Value Investor Podcast of 2020. It's been a wild year, both in investing and just basically in life, right? We're all tired and we want 2020 to be over. But this time of the year is always my favorite as an investor, because this is when we get to look back at the year. What worked? What didn't? Where did we go wrong? Where did we go right? And more importantly, we, need, we get to make new goals for 2021. It's kind of like a fresh start. And that's always exciting. And so that's why I love this time of the year. One thing I'll say just off the bat is to about this year or any year, but especially about this year, forgive yourself for any of your investing mistakes we all make them. so for instance maybe you sold some stocks during the coronavirus sell-off and you didn't get back in until the summer or the fall because you were too scared that is a totally rational behavior and you shouldn't beat yourself up for it or maybe you had a wish list of stocks and then that coronavirus sell-off happened and it was quick and scary and you didn't get into any of your wish list stocks maybe you thought like I did that they were going to go even lower I didn't think they would snap back as quickly as they did literally that sell-off was done within like three or four weeks and then was rebounding up and never went back so you might have missed some of the real bargains right there at the lows or maybe you didn't know if you or your spouse would keep your job so you just stayed out of stocks completely this year, or maybe you lost your job and that's why you've been on the sidelines. Any of these things are understandable, especially when there's a global pandemic going on. And remember even Warren Buffett has missed the bottoms or he's missed buying some companies when he had a, had the chance to do it and he's talked about it like his regrets or you know laments that he didn't uh, get into something when he thought about getting into it. And he's you know, obviously one of the greatest investors who's ever lived, and even he has made mistakes and missed things. The thing to think about now as value investors is where to find the heat, the cheap hidden gems for 2021. Where can you find the companies that have growth and yet have the earnings and sales that are cheaply valued? So don't look back. Don't look back at 2020. I know none of us want to, but with your investing, don't do it. I never look back. Once I decide to sell a stock, I'm out of it, and I don't ask what if. And the same goes for if I didn't buy it. I don't ask what if. Oh, if only I had bought XYZ six months ago, no you got to just kind of move forward, and that's key to investing. So some of the value stocks we've talked about on this podcast over the last year have had great years because, let's be frank, many, many stocks have now that we've had the rebound off those uh, coronavirus lows. We've seen the home builders, which has come up in our value stock screens nearly every week, it seems. Those had rallied. I've talked about the solar stocks earlier in the year and those have had huge rallies. We've talked about some of the banks and insurance companies and whatnot in those areas. Those have not rallied quite as much. Um, They are off the lows now, but some of those in the finance area are still down on the year. Same with energy, still down, but off those lows. So overall, the value screens have done a pretty good job of picking some hidden gems during this crazy, volatile year. Remember superior group of companies? It's ticker SGC. You might not remember it, but I always remember this key fact about it, that it's now 100 years old. And I like companies that have been around a long time, especially a 100 years, because it tells me that they're doing something right. They're in an area of the economy that is just needed, basically, um, and that there is continued demand through multiple generations for what it is they do. So they are a uniform provider. Kind of like a smaller version of cintas which is uh, also a uniform provider and they were on one of the early podcasts uh earlier this year so these shares are now up 71.6 percent, but they have stalled out recently and taking a look at the zacks rank i see that they're now a number four which is our cell designation and that's because the one analyst on this small cap company has lowered for 2021 and earnings are expected to decline next year but shares are still cheap I know they were cheap when I talked about them a couple months ago PE is 10.4 has a peg of 0.75 so it does have the growth there Um, and they've they've had a great year where they've seen uh, super great cash flows they paid down a ton of debt they paid down 42.5 million over the last three first three quarters of last year or 2020 and they um reinstated the dividend and paid out a special dividend so something's going right with those cash flows in the third quarter net sales were up 43 percent and you might be thinking why on uniforms well they are uh uh, big in healthcare uniforms, and that includes PPE. So the face shields, masks, any of that stuff, um, even just gowns, gloves, and anything you've seen with the PPE in huge demand. Also, they said uh, um, most of their client base are in recession resilient sectors, which is a lot of what healthcare is. And they talked about going to see their own dentist just recently. And when they got there, and I would uh, add on my own story about the dentist with this, all the the hygienists, the um, even people at the check-in desk, and all the dentists were wearing extensive amounts of PPE. Now you might say that's all gonna change when we get the vaccine and that's all rolled out to everyone. A lot of the PPE demand will decline, but Superior thinks that a lot of the changes we've seen will be more likely than not to be more permanent than not. So this demand for additional PPE will stay elevated, maybe not at the levels we're seeing right now, but more elevated than in years past and that will help um, superiors business now they also do other things other than just uniforms they have this uh, little segment called um, office gurus where you can hire someone it's like a remo- remote staffing solutions called office gurus and that's saw high double-digit growth in the third quarter because you can like hire out staff that's sitting somewhere else remotely and that area is seeing a lot of growth they also are going to expand more uniforms into Europe, especially um, well in international, especially into Europe, and that's small, but that's part of their longer-term plan to also get into that market. So a lot going on with Superior, and um, you know, stock has done its thing because of the areas it's in, these hot pandemic areas but it's also stalling out of bit because it's unclear if this kind of momentum can continue into 2021 so just to give you an example they're expecting net sales in 2020 of 500 million dollars but as the ppe tapers off in 2021 which they said it will it will not stay at these super high elevated levels they expect next net sales of 450 million for 2021. So basically a lot of the good news is already priced in, but as I said, the shares are cheap at just 10 times here. And these are the kinds of stocks that our screens are designed to uncover. Again, it's a small cap, only as the one analyst on it, it had the good Zach's rank when we talked about it months ago because PPE demand taking off, Um, Anything with the uniforms with the healthcare side taking off and their earnings estimates were taking off now they've got the number four because those earnings estimates being cut a little bit for next year and earnings estimates not expected to grow but decline going into next year so again the sex rank is working here so what if we looked for some other value stocks that have momentum here to end 2020. Um, that are going into 2021 that have the good SACS rank and, um, you know, are still cheap. And and we can see what's been hot, because Superior has been hot, it just doesn't have the rank now. And some of these stocks may have all of the combinations. So I decided to check out and see if I could find a screen that would get us some of these value stocks with momentum. And on SACS.com, on the stock screener, in the premium screens that you need, Zach's premium to to see, it does have uh, value growth momentum. It's it uh, breaks them out, so it makes it real easy for us to go in and only look at the value screens in there if that's all we want. Or anything, you can just look at the growth or just look at momentum. But um, it's helpful because there is one in there that is on value stocks near or at their 52-week highs, which does end up giving you the momentum. So what's in this screen is stocks within 10% of the 52-week high. That's, again, the momentum. For value, it adds the style score um, for value of the highest style score of A. And they're A, B, C, that kind of thing. So A is the highest And within that style score, it looks at numerous different fundamentals. So PE, price to book, price to sales is in there. A Couple other things, it compares the company with its peers for valuation, which is a little different than just like a classic valuation. So therefore you may get like Google having a higher value style score if it's actually cheaper than its peers, like, um, I don't know, or whoever else its peers are in the tech area. Um, that's where you get a little bit difference than the just the the basic you know PE price to sales type of classic fundamentals. But I like that. I, I like it that it's looking for value beyond just the classic fundamentals. By the way, there is a screen on there which I've run many times for this podcast on the classic fundamentals. So if you want classic value stocks, you can run that screen too. Um, So it includes that. Then it gives me the Zacks rank of number ones or number twos. So those are strong buys or buys. Hopefully the earnings estimates are on the rise with those and the analysts are raising or doing something good, unlike superior group of companies where th- that one analyst was cutting there for 2021. So when I run the screen, I got 44 stocks, which is a lot more than I thought I would get for this. I didn't realize there were that many value stocks with momentum here at the end of 2020, but there's a lot of small caps that have taken off in the last couple of months that have great fundamentals that have just been lagging those large caps. But now that we have the small cap rally, it is extending the small cap value. So a decent number of these were small caps. Um, Now, remember... You can run all these screens, too, as I just said, on zacks.com. and I talked with the premium guy here at Zaxx, I told him I'm doing these podcasts, and I'm talking a lot about the screens, can you get us a free trial link so I can give it to everybody, and he said sure, <laughs> he'll give it to us, so um, you can do a 30-day free trial. I'm going to link it in the article to this podcast, and um, you can click on there, and Here in the new year, you're sitting around at home eating all the cookies as I'm doing and eating your drinking your eggnog, and you want to look at some stocks and look at that Zacks number one rank list. You can do that. You can run screens. A couple other things you can do in the premium, but it gives you a lot of our just good data. And I get spoiled because I've had access to all the data and all of these screens and everything for... Just about 13 years now and so i just assume everybody has access to them like oh this x rank of course i can see all of that um but i know you don't but you can for the next 30 days so go get your free trial and try some of these screens for yourself now that being said i did run that screen i got 44 stocks and of course i had to pull some out of there and what what was on there? Um, it is a lot. Some of it's our, our favorite names, as you might assume. So yes, there were several home builders on there. Some of them are still trading um, at new highs and within the 10% of their 52-week high. So home builders were on there. A lot of the car companies, including some of the manufacturers like Toyota, but a lot of the retailers, which I've covered in the past, those would be, you know, the the dealerships. Those are hot. They can't keep cars on the lots right now. Um, there were some tech companies, which I'm kind of surprised about, like Dell was on there. A lot of the the tech hardware companies. So you're not getting the super glamour type of tech companies for the most part. Um, and then along with the home builders, some of the uh Ancillary companies on the home side, because that's still hot, uh, like the title company, Stewart Information, we've talked about them in the past. That's still making the list. STC is the, the ticker there. Stewart is that, um, you know, so every time you buy a house, the title has to be searched and checked and make sure that it's all good. And so they provide info for that. Still cheap with a PE of 9.1. Only as the one analyst. Earnings expected to be up 98.5% this year, but expected to be down 8.2% in 2021 because it just can't keep up that pace. They just don't expect that many homes to sell next year compared to this year. And so you see a little bit of a decline there, but only one analyst. So is that men or women getting it right? We don't know. That could change, right? Um, 2021 could be a surprise, uh, even on the housing side. So uh, keep that in mind with some of these smaller cap companies that don't have much analyst coverage. I've said this many times, there's just one or maybe even two analysts on a company. Well, then you better hope that that person knows what they're doing <laughs> and it, you know is staying uh, up on everything that's going on with this one company. So little more room for error there if there's just one analyst. But year to date, these shares are up 18.6% and they're at the new highs does pay dividend yielding two point five percent so still cheap and but again some decline in the earnings expected into next year so that's something to watch so what else is in here i picked out another four stocks to take a quicker look at um so stewart is on the list again so we'll have five here that we can talk about Two of them are in the same area, and I didn't really mean for that to happen, but it did, so we'll just launch into those. The first one is One Water Marine, O-N-E-W. This is totally new. I've never had the stock on the podcast because I found out they just went IPO this year. So I never heard of them. I'm like, who is this? it's something new. Um, But they just went IPO. That's why I don't know them. And they describe themselves as one of the largest premium boat retailers in the US. They are still cheap with a PE of just 8.1. And they have a market cap right now of 454 million. So this has really soared, not only because it was the IPO, um, you know, this, it's new out there, but everybody's buying boats, uh, just like RVs. Everybody buys is buying boats to get out on the water, outside, do things closer to home, um, go fishing, all of that stuff. So they talked about record revenue for fiscal 2020 when they reported fourth quarter earnings in November. It was up 33% to a billion dollars. So, not too shabby for a new IPO to see record revenue out the gate. In fourth quarter, they said demand remained elevated. New boat sales were up 29%, and pre owned were up 47%. So, for the fourth quarter, their stores saw same store sales up 25%, on top of 20% from the year before. So, boating was already hot because that is 45% sales growth over two year time period. That's massive. Now, of course, it's gonna be hard to keep doing that. As I've said many times about same store sales with any retailer, once you get up into the 20s, or even the teens, but certainly the 20s, no one can keep up that pace. Um, It just, you cannot. Because again, they've already done 45% for the fourth quarter. Um, You know, you're lucky if you get any more growth the next year after doing 45, but they did give guidance for fiscal 2021 about same-store sales, and they expect mid-single digits for fiscal 2021. So earnings expected to be up just 3.9% for the fiscal 2021. We do have three estimates on the company, so we have a little more coverage here. Sales growth expected to be 6.7% um so some sales you know and earnings growth not great but the shares are still pretty cheap at 8.1 and year to date these are up a hundred percent year to date as the boat boating remains popular but you're gonna have to ask yourself will it remain so by next summer ask ask yourself that it may i don't know but um that's what investors need to ask here but you're still getting it pretty cheap the second stock this is the one that I was like, oh well, it's in the same area. Is Marine Max H uh, Z zero or O H Z O is the is the ticker, and I thought this one was something else, which is why I didn't realize it was also boats. Even though it has Marine in there, I thought it was clothing and other things, but no. They describe themselves as the nation's largest recreational boat and yacht retailer. So, slightly different, I feel, than One Water. Um, both are doing boats, but there's a little more emphasis on yachts with Marine Max. And they sell new and used as well, but they have a yacht brokerage and charter service business as well. And both companies do do like service and parts, which are up big for them right now, too. So they too saw record fiscal 2020, and they had the highest earnings and revenue in the company's history, sounds familiar. Fourth quarter, same store sales up 33%, and full year 2020, revenue up 25%. So similar great numbers. They gave EPS guidance for fiscal 2021 of um, up 12% compared to what they just did which was a record so that's a nice double digit gains but that's as of uh, the Zacks consensus so they gave a range of 370 to 390 Zacks consensus is at 383 which is about 12% earnings growth the PE is still cheap at 9.6 so just like one water they're still cheap even though these shares are up big two year to date, ready for this, up 120% near that 52-week high, still a small cap at 816 million market cap, no dividend, a lot more analysts cover Marine Max, six estimates here, so a lot more on this company. Earn uh, Sales expected to be up a lot bigger in 2021, up 21%, so you're still getting the good sales growth here and earnings growth. Um, compared to one water, but it just could be product mix and various other things that are causing that. So HZ0 or um, O, as the case may be, HZO is the ticker there. Um, okay, so the third company is Ryder, ticker R. Many of us know it from renting that rental truck, right? But they're really logistics and transportation across... Um, you know, commercial venues and the supply chain. So they're in the U.S., Mexico, Canada and the U.K. And they um, have been hit hard by the pandemic, but are seeing a rebound here. So in third quarter, the revenue was down three percent on lower fuel revenue. And but they did see improved business in that third quarter. And they saw improved freight market, which uh, contributed, they said, to the stabilization of the used vehicle and rental market conditions. So keep that in mind that there's a lot of moving parts here. Um, a lot of their employees are involved in the massive delivery that's going on right now across uh, the world basically with you know packages being delivered everywhere and things being shipped. So in November, they announced they were paying a special bonus to 30,000 frontline workers. The full time workers got a thousand dollars each and the part time got five hundred dollars. It's already been paid out um, just before Christmas here and the rest of the holidays. They paid that all out to their employees. So it was thirty million dollars. And that's a nice thank you to everybody who's on the front line. All of these essential workers making sure the supply chain is operating. Now they don't have a P.E. because they're expected to lose 17 cents this year. But next year, expected to see $3.82 as the economy reopens. Now, just as a comparison, they only made $1.01 in 2019. So that's huge um, earnings growth. Sales expected to be up 3.4% next year after declining 5.4% this year. They do pay dividend yielding 3.5% here. These shares also near and or at new 52 week highs up 18.2% year to date. So um, I tried to figure out, you know, why the big earnings jump except just that we're going to be beyond the pandemic and that is going to mean that business is going to be better for them overall once we get beyond it. So analysts pretty bullish on what's going to happen in 2021, and we'll see if um, you know they can actually get there. Okay, and then the final stock is on the tech side. Yeah, I tried to find some tech companies. There were some like Dell, like I already mentioned, that made this list, but this is a small cap. I think I've mentioned it before. It sounds familiar to me, um, but it's been a while. So it's Amcor Technologies. AMKR is the ticker. PE is 12.1 on this. So, yeah, we we have a tech stock that is fairly cheap actually. And what they say they do, they're the largest provider of outsourced semiconductor packaging and testing. They manu or they partner with the world's leading semiconductor manufacturers. So, they're in the service side of the semis. I like anything that has to do with the semis. And this stock is finally busted out to basically five-year highs. It's been treading water in a channel for most of that time. But it's up 16.9% year-to-date to new highs. And there's a lot of good things that happened in their last earnings report. So they had record net sales of $1.35 billion. It was up 25% year-over-year. And a lot of that was due to um, stronger than expected demand in communications, the auto side, and the industrial end market. So that's really driving what's happening with their sales. They are targeting 5G and the advanced autos and, you know, the um, Internet of Things, all of that. They're targeting all the smart areas. So they're in all those areas. They are... Seeing a great cash flow, they paid down 230 million of debt, bringing their net debt ratio or amount to just 0.4 billion. That's the lowest in their history as a public company. So that they have cash on hand of 0.9 billion. So 900 million dollars is their cash. Their total debt right now is 1.3 billion. So that's where you're getting the 0.4 billion or 400 million is their net debt and um, as i said that's the lowest in their public history so they also gave guidance they see revenue growth of 10 percent in the fourth quarter so something good is still going to continue on here and they initiated a dividend for the first time in the company's history four cents a quarter is what they're paying so that's also a promising thing and again the stock has been busting out there's only one analyst on it because it is a small cap and not widely followed and the Zacks rank is uh, uncovering it as it has done in the past when we've talked about it so again that's what the Zacks rank is really good at doing and our screens here are good at uncovering these small cap hidden gems that might have one or two or three analysts on it and nobody's really talking about it or has heard about it, and you can um, uncover it with some of these screens. So sales are expected to be up 22.9% this year, but another 6.7% next year, and earnings up 121% here in 2020, and another 8.9% in 2021. Again, just the one analyst, so you're assuming they're um, keeping up on everything, and. Um, They may be conservative, which is why you're only seeing, you know, some slight gains next year after the super hot 2020. Uh, But we'll see. We'll see when we get the next earnings report if a lot of that doesn't change going into um, what will be next year. So, again, these shares are only busting out to five-year highs right now. They were in that narrow channel, but that's pretty bullish and um, I like anything in the semis here, even on the service side. So this is Amcore Technologies, ticker AMKR. So as you can see, there's some interesting stocks in here. And some of these screens, even though there were 44 stocks, um, you know, they're still giving us some interesting value plays here, even with all of these trading at or near 52-week highs. Some of them have, you know, soared and they're still cheap and still considered value stocks. And so it hasn't been all gloomy for value here in 2020 because you could have owned a lot of these and you've done quite well for yourself here in 2020. So some value stocks do have momentum going into 2021 and these are some of them so let's recap the tickers again so i talked about superior group of companies sgc that's the uniform maker then we had one water o-n-e-w then we had marine max h-z-o h-z-o then we had Ryder, which is just r just one single ticker there r Then we had Amcor Technologies. This is the semiconductor services guys at AMKR. And then I mentioned Dell. We can throw them in there, D-E-L-L. I also mentioned Toyota. We'll throw them in, TM. And um, I think that's it for the tickers that I actually mentioned. But as I said, um, use the screens. Go try Zax Premium. Do the 30-day trial while you're planning your portfolio for 2021, go check out the Zacks number one list. You can sort that by value stocks, sorts by the style scores. I think um, I said last time, last week, you can sort that by PE as well. So if you just want to know the Zacks number ones with the cheapest PEs, you can do that. And um, you get some interesting choices, as I did in the last podcast, with just that Kind of minimum screen um, and then check out all of the premium screens on there because there's some really interesting ones and i run them here every week on the value investor so you want to be sure to subscribe because i'm going to be bringing you a lot of value stocks here to start 2021 we're going to take a look at what is cheap in the new year in addition to these names that i just gave you and what areas um, may turn out to be the big value winners for 2021 because they may be different than what we're seeing here for 2020 and um, we want to uncover those but value investing is not dead as this podcast shows even in these crazy years when growth still dominates um, a lot of value if you can get a stock uh, get a company cheap enough you can succeed. Just ask Warren Buffett. He'll tell you. So um, subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, but get us somewhere and I'll see everyone in the new year. Happy new year to everybody. And let's have some more investing fun in 2021. described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Sachs Investment Research as a whole.